the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's Friday night. Yeah, it is. It's Friday night. Super excited to be with you guys. Um, We are rounding out the week in style tonight. The greatest of styles with none other than the dynamic, stylish, beautiful, smart, funny, amazing ladies known as Diamond and Silk. They're going to be here on tonight's show. Our buddy Bob Walters will be back on his Friday education segment. What universities are involved in these riots going on. Oh, you didn't think that the left was leaving the schools out of this game, did you? Come on now. Bob Walters is going to be here to to give you an update on that and more stories coming out of our education system. And, of course, we got to talk about the educating going on. Drew Brees was educated. We just need to get, we just need to get all y'all educated to get you on board with why you need to be kneeling and begging forgiveness of something that you have not done to push a narrative that is false and lies. So we're going to be, we're going to be educating. Some people ourselves here tonight on the Andrea K Show. And at the end of the show, we've got, of course, our Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And we're going to try to bring a little Friday Fun Day in there, I guess. i got to bring in my partner here tonight because he's kind of responsible for the Friday Fun Day segment, as as well as everything else here on the Andrea K Show, uh, besides uh, me sitting at the microphone. And, of course, I'm talking about <laughs> DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman is a man of great character and intellect. DJ Potato Skin. DJ Potato Skin. No, please, you're too kind. You're, yeah. you're too kind. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you, you're going to surprise us later, I guess, with a little Friday fun day. Segment. I'm just very curious. I mean, I'm going to be doing the research during the show. Uh-huh. I've heard a lot of talk about movie theaters not opening or are they going to be able to make it? And, and I think there's going to be some changes. But so we're going to be talking about that hopefully at the end of the show. Well, you might want to Google Kevin Faulkner, our glorious, illustrious mayor here to. in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Our man, uh, DJ Carrotstick's Perpetual Stink of the Week. I guess I just saw he was at the microphones. He's calling for peaceful protest around San Diego uh, this weekend. Really? Are you still calling for the arrest of Naomi Israel? Because you, as well as other in, others in San Diego, were getting the police department to go out and arrest San Diegans like Naomi Israel, whose business was destroyed. She was threatened with arrest. The police department said, we're going to arrest you on Sunday if you have another arrest because you're out there leading people on the streets who are going to infect and uh, and kill a bunch of greenies around the county. She's still, from what I understand, not sure whether or not she's going to be arrested. This is the same mayor. That has participated with Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Fletcher and our governor here in the state of California to still say the churches are not allowed to congregate. 
But all he's asking for from the rioters, the Black Lives Matter and the Antifa movement out there, the thugs, because this entire thing, I don't care if you, you don't tell me you're a peaceful protester. If you're out on the streets sharing the streets with Antifa this weekend with Black Lives Matter. And the, and the rest of the thugs on the street, then to me, you're just a part of it. What's the old saying, the cliche? You're either part of the solution or you're part of the problem. But we've got great news to actually start the show off with, DJ Potato Skins. Well, guess what horrible news the left was forced to wake up to today on this Friday. We're talking about... How, how do I set the stage for this? this is why it was bad news, because when you look at the unnecessary shutdowns, the continued shutdowns, while they're out there, while we've got the mayor of San Diego supporting and others supporting and encouraging these riots and protests, whatever, whatever word you want to use for it, they're still tyrannically um, in a totalitarian, authoritarianist mode, communist, Marxist mode. Keeping businesses shut down intentionally for no other reason than the Clower-Piven principle. You want to inflict as much economic pain as you can on people. Put them into the dependency class. While that's going on, same people that were that were behind the destruction, the economic destruction and terrorism on the streets involving these riots. Um, so when you understand that inflicting pain is is the tool, the strategy, the tactic being used in order to usher in their political agenda, then you've got to know that when they hear that amidst all that, that two and a half million jobs, the most jobs created in one month since 1936, under the administration of Donald J. Trump. I'm just going to ask you, who, who's the president again? Yeah, exactly. Donald J. Trump. When you hear two and a half million jobs, were created in one month alone in the middle of all this. Man, that's a bad day for Democrats. Made even worse. I don't know if you had had a chance to check the Dow today, DJ uh, Potato Skins. The Dow was back up over 27,000 today. Yeah, I normally get my information from Marty, but Marty was uh, replay today, shall we say. But I did see the news. That's awesome. Yeah, and it gets even worse for the Democrats because (laughs) as they have been out there now for weeks pushing how Biden, you know, he's just he's up by double digits against Trump. It doesn't matter that he told Charlemagne, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. I mean, they've been pushing these phony poll numbers for a while because they I I believe it's because they want to set the stage for mail in back. Balloting, which is blown out of the water with these rights, by the way, among other things, uh, because with the mail-in ballotings, that's how they were going to cheat and steal the election from Trump. And so with I'm the often put- reminded of my good friend, Hugh Hewitt, he always says, if, if it's not close, they can't cheat. And you know what? If the landslide a lot of people are predicting you know, comes into play, maybe it's not going to matter. Well, right. Well, but see, the play is for them is to steal the election through the mail-in ballots. That's one of the reasons why they push this this false narrative, the hoax that is the the coronavirus, um, the depths of it, of it being contagious and yeah, virulent. Got to keep it shut down with the shutdowns. Then they got the excuse to go to mail-in balloting, which they know is going to steal the election for Trump. And by pushing out now all these phony poll numbers, then when they after they've stolen it, then nobody's allowed to question it. Well, we've been telling you guys that that Biden was going to win by a landslide, so. So, you know, then then you don't question the results that are fraudulent based on mail in balloting. But then um, but so Rasmussen comes out today with their daily presidential approval numbers and they've got job approval numbers for of blacks. Over 40 percent, over 40 percent of, of blacks approve of the Trump uh, of the job that President Trump is doing. That is that is a death nail 
on Biden's campaign. Um, I'm not one who puts a lot of stock in the polls, though. But this is Rasmussen is considered to be one of the one of the better outfits. And then to make matters even worse, worse for the Democrats today, uh, DJ Potato Skins, Biden, I'm not sure where he said it. I don't know that he knows where what he said say? it or what he what he said, but he he came out and said ten to fifteen percent of Americans are worse than corn pop. Okay, they're just horrible. What? Yeah, uh, just horrible. I can't even remember the words that he used, but basically said they're just the worst. Oh, we're gonna the have worst. to try and find that. Yeah, we'll have to try to find the clip. Uh, it might have been when he was on the View, which I I started to watch. Doctor Gorka tweeted out um, his appearance on the View today. Uh, it, it, it just complete meltdown. He couldn't even get a sentence out, and they were trying so hard to help him. They, I don't think that there's anybody who believes that he's the actual, that he would ever even spend five minutes in the Oval Office doing anything. I don't know who they plan to have run the show if they can steal the election from Trump and, and place him in the Oval Office. I don't know who they, I don't know, I don't know who they've got. I don't know if it's Obama they're going to have behind the scenes. You know, with a shadow government, I don't know who's going to be doing it, but it cannot it, it will not be Joe Biden. The problem they've got now is it doesn't even appear that physically he could even, he's even going to make it to November. We're going to take a break. We come back, though. We got to bring in uh, the phenomenal ladies known as Diamond and Silk who are going to be here. Who better? To be talking about the criticisms of Trump on unity, Black Lives Matter, and all the shutdown nonsense, everything going on with the Democrats. Who better than Diamond and Silk to be telling all you Democrat black voters out there why it's time for you to ditch and switch. Stay tuned. Diamond and Silk are next. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. In in the week in the best possible way. Y'all know I couldn't let... These riots, this Black Lives Matter movement, the assaults against my president, Donald J. Trump, right now. Y'all know I couldn't let this go down without bringing in the dynamic duo, the ladies known as Diamond and Silk, who you need to go and see. They're here tonight uh, to share their perspective on everything. But don't just listen to this interview because they've got a new book out that's called Uprising. They've got their chit-chat tour that you can participate in and go and see them live. So there's all different ways that you can hear from the wonderful, lovely, beautiful, and brilliant Diamond and Silk. But I'm honored to have you ladies back with me tonight. Welcome back to The Andrea K. Show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having us. All right. So, so much to cover. Let me start Mm -hmm. with this. And and then I want to have y'all share what's what's everybody can learn about y'all and your story and your book Uprising. Okay. Trump is being criticized from so many different people. This former from former generals to his former chief of staff. We've got these different Republicans. We've even got the rock coming out. My man, the rock coming out today and saying Trump isn't doing enough to unify people. He's not being compassionate enough. And uh, has he not called for, for us to, he immediately called for an investigation from the federal government into the death of George Floyd. Mm -hmm. Um, He has, he has shown respect for the protesters out there that, that are non violent mm-hmm. but what but 
what is the left's definition of unity? It must be that it's that you unify around burning down black owned businesses, that you unify around cops being mowed down in the street, that you unify around um, a, 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 a message of it's you either agree with us and you fulfill every command that we've gotten, every demand of ours, or you deserve to be destroyed like Drew Brees. That must be their definition of unity. How do you think President Trump is doing with the unity message and what should he do? Look, I think the president is doing a phenomenal job as Mm -hmm. soon as the whole world, as soon as we saw what happened with George Floyd, uh, we were all outraged, uh, all of it, but we were outraged in unity, and we wanted something done about it. That's right. The president immediately got the FBI involved and, mm-hmm. you know, started that particular process. The president has been out there speaking about the legacy of George Floyd life and how he wants justice for George Floyd, and justice is going to come. But you have the left-wing media is spinning the narrative. They're making it about race. They're making it about you against us. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so unfortunate. There was a moment where we were really able to unite, but the media destroyed that. They yeah. destroyed that moment. And now look at where we're at today. A lot of these protests, this is already planned protests. Mm-hmm. Because you don't tell me that at, 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 at one at, at one hour in a day, all of a sudden, everybody at the same time, the same exact time, just get out and walk on the street. Well, mm-hmm. how you know who going where you going to meet at? Right. That's how I know it, was, it started off as planned protests. And with the media being involved, showing the planned protests, it outrages people that sit home, and it also compelled them to come join the protests. And then once the protests get good and ready and get hot, then you have the provocateurs that's brought in mm-hmm. to start destroying stuff, messing up communities, burning down businesses, looting, and it just go on and on. And it, instead of a, pro, a peaceful protest, it turns into chaos and confusion. That's and right. that's so unfortunate. Uh, but who, who, listen, where do we see this at? Where do we continue to see this at? We continue, Look at the media. The mm-hmm. media really pushed this stuff and fueled this stuff. They feel the emotion and people react off off of emotion. That's right. Right. And I thought of you ladies the other day when I saw George Floyd's brother uh, speak at um, the site where he died. And, and a couple of things jumped out at me, and I want to get your response to this. One of the things he said was when he was calling against the riots, um, I mean, who didn't cry with that sports bar owner, that handsome man who's married to that beautiful woman, they got four kids, and his sports bar was burned down, and he had just canceled his insurance. Because, see, this is the same town, by the way, that was already suffering economically because these Democrat governors everywhere did these unnecessary shutdowns and already inflicted economic pain on people. Mm-hmm. And then now, you know, we've got these rioters burning down, you know, these businesses. And so George Floyd's brother's out there and he's like, look, don't be they want us to burn our towns yeah. down. They want us to burn our communities down. And then he went on to say, you got to vote and don't just vote for the top of the ticket. Vote for every level of government. And a couple right. things and a couple things that struck me was that I thought he's so right, but does he know who the they is? Because it's Come the de- it's the Democrat party mm-hmm. that wants these rights and that doesn't care and actually is encouraging small business owners, black-owned business owners that are that are businesses yeah. being burned down and being beaten up on the street. 
states. And when he talks about be careful who you vote for, I thought of you ladies, maybe they need to ditch and switch because you look at this town and it was and it was a town run by Democrats who let that man, that police officer, terrorize Minneapolis for decades. Absolutely. Right. I mean, and every and same thing with Baltimore, with Freddie Gray. And for Mm -hmm. you look at all these and the and the and the cities and the states that right now are suffering the most economically with these shutdowns, unnecessary shutdowns by the Democrat governors. Maybe they all need to be thinking about he's right who they need to vote for. But it's not the Democrats, is it? It's not the Democrats. Let me tell you something. I watched the funeral, and I see how the uh, Congressional Black Caucuses was there in the funeral. What people need to understand, those are Democrats. They represent, they are representative in in, in Congress. If they were really concerned about black life and police brutality, they they got the House. Why haven't they written a bill Mm -hmm. that's going to protect black lives? That's right. They don't care nothing about that. All they're they're trying to do, they hijacked that man's funeral to, to explore the moment and continue to push their political bias. That's right. And see, how is it that systemic racism is happening in cities ran by minorities? Mm-hmm. Just think about it. See, you talk about who the day is. The day is the day sitting right there with you, mm-hmm. telling you that white people are racist, but they the white folks that's racist. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, they keep talking about coronavirus and black people are disproportionately affected by coronavirus, but for 11 days, black people been hand-in-hand protesting that's together. Right. So why aren't the hospitals feel i think a lot of this stuff is designed orchestrated and manufactured to make the president look bad mm-hmm. to tank the economy mm-hmm. they don't care about black businesses american businesses it's like law-abiding citizens they want to arrest them and let the criminals roam free yep. to destroy america there is something sinister going on behind these peaceful protesters there is somebody that's fundamentally trying to change america and trying to take down america at the same time and what the peaceful protesters need to understand stop reacting out of emotion and start responding take a step back when people are out there in the streets pumping their fists are they anti-america because if they are anti-america and anti-american that's somebody you want to get away from you don't want to destroy america and you be sitting up left holding a bag like a slave look provocateurs that came up in that antifa a lot of those people were white messing up black communities, burning down black communities. They were trying to start a race war. They were trying to, to get us like that. And it's so sad. We got to wake up. We got to vote red. R.E.D. Remove every Democrat. Vote Republican. We got to vote the Democrats out. Vote Republican. Vote Trump. Yeah. And w- this isn't the first time we've had rights, though, in Democrat areas orchestrated and encouraged by Democrats behind the scenes because they know that ultimately these communities end up that, you know, they, they've got they've it, it works out perfectly for the Democrats if they can blame conservatives for it, blame President Trump mm-hmm. for it when they're the ones behind it. Now they've got a community that might have been doing a little bit better. Right. But this right. community, these communities are burned down now. We see what happened after Ferguson. They don't they, they never really come back. And and right. these some of these communities, I've wondered how many, I think it was like 700 businesses were destroyed in the Minneapolis area. I wonder how many of those businesses were started uh, through President Trump's Opportunity Zones. This wow. is a man who's done more for black Americans right. economically. He, he has funded a historical black colleges. He did the first step program to correct the wrongs that were done with the criminal justice system under Obama and Biden. He has started these Opportunity Zones, working with Kanye West and other, because he understood that black 
black people have a heart for entrepreneurship and being and, and being business owners themselves. And that That's gives right. them a piece of, of the American pie. That gives them the opportunity that these people say that they want for the black Americans. But then they then they encourage and they actually uh, where are, who is really behind all these loads of bricks that are being Come delivered? On, yeah. Come on, girl. Listen, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Let me just say this here. The, the, what, what I want, especially my black brothers and sisters to understand, look at who's around you. Don't be surprised when it all come out in the wash that the person that's supposed to be protecting you and right there with you and, 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 and supposed to be on the forefront with you is the ones that have thrown you under the bus. That's right. You know, we, look, how do we know that a lot of these here government officials aren't complicit in this, especially if you don't want to open back up your states, especially if you are okay with, with black businesses being burnt to the ground mm-hmm. and, 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 and people's livelihoods are being taken from them and you won't call in the National Guard. If your house is burning down, shouldn't you call the fire department? That's mm-hmm. right. You well, have to be a sick, sinister, silly somebody to not do that. Well, now Think they want to right. Well, now they want to get rid of the police departments. Oh. And after we imagine Chicago now, they but see they act like gonna, they care. They, who is that going to severely affect? It's going to affect the most vulnerable and the underserved communities. Look at what's happening now. People can't have protect themselves. That's right. So look at, no, absolutely not. Do we need to set policies? Yes. But we do not need to defund. We need our officers to protect and serve. And just because one officer was sick and in the head, that does not mean all of our officers are like that. We have good police officers on the force that want to protect and serve, but they also want to go home, too. Yeah, like David, like like David Dorn, Captain Dorn, former Captain Dorn from St. Louis. And listen, we tweeted out the the surveillance video. We're asking everybody to retweet that. We want to find out who did this. We see who did this to him. Identify these people that did this to him. His Black Lives Matter too. That's right. That's right. There have been uh, I I don't I I've lost count now with the number of Black Lives in terms of cops as well as other uh, other innocent Americans that have been killed in the in these riots. And you know they and they're not getting. I don't think I, to this day I don't think CNN's even mentioned David Dorn's. No, they don't care. It's so disheartened. See, we can no longer just uh, say Black Lives Matter when a white cop kill a black person. Mm -hmm. Black lives should matter all the time. It should matter when your brothers is killing your other brothers in Chicago. When the rioters is out here that look like you, your skin color, that done killed for a grandfather. You know, it should matter all the time, not just this one time. You have businesses, corporations pumping money into these organizations that's saying Black Lives Matter. Not all Black Lives must matter, because what about this captain? Because he was killed for no reason, all for protecting property. That is so sad. And not to mention the hundred of black lives that's killed every single day through Planned Parenthood. Oh, yeah. We haven't even Mm -hmm. talked about that. And yeah, yeah, and that's certainly there's a reason why uh, there's more uh, Planned Parenthood clinics in minority areas than any other places. And we all know how that that, we don't have time. But but everybody knows the history. That's right. Where is Black Lives Matter to protest those black lives? That's right. And we Uh all know that that uh, Hillary. Clinton, all these people who who celebrate, you know, uh, Margaret Sanger was the mm-hmm. founder. She founded that organization for the purpose yep. of wiping black lives off the map. And the Democrat right. Party is uh, celebrating that organization. It's the Democrat. Uh, Google pictures of Joe Biden with Robert Byrd. OK, the uh-huh. former head of the KKK. Ladies, I'm almost right. out of time. I got to give you all a chance to talk about your book, Uprising. 
And, uh, you know, I, I, I probably shouldn't ask about it, but, um, Tell us about the book. Tell us about the booking. And do you feel comfortable with the fact that you were uh, no are no longer contributors to a media outlet um, recently? Okay. Now, listen. Let me just say it like this: here, accusations, allegations without accurate information is fake news. You have to understand that. You have to understand that. And let me tell you what we did. The last chapter of the book, we wrote it in real time. So we speak about everything. So we want everyone to go pre-order the book right now at diamondandsilkbook.com. We're going to give you a signed autographed copy. Not only that, your name is going to be entered into a drawing Mm -hmm. where Diamond and Silk is going to make or or, or create a a video message for you. Personalized. Personalized video message for you. Yes. So get the book at diamondandsilkbook.com. Stop believing everything the media say about us and hear from our mouth. And you got to do it within the next 24 hours. Right. Okay. Okay. Diamondandsilk.com. And also your chit-chat tour. Chit-chat tour. Go to chitchattour.com. The tour is still on, and you will see the available dates, and you can go ahead on and get your tickets. And while you're at it, go ahead and visit Diamond and Silk new social media platform at Chatted. Chatted.com, C-H-A-T-D-I-T.com. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, thank you so much for all you do. I appreciate you being here. Thank, thank you for, for having us. us. All right, good night. Mm-hmm. All right, now y'all, y'all uh, stay tuned because coming up we got our buddy Bob Walters is going to be here with his weekly shocking report of what's happening in the schools around the country. But uh, I, I, And you know what? Today even shocked me because I did not know that universities were involved in any of these riots or protests. So come on back. We're Andrea K. Show on its way. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is actually National Donut Day, and I'm really bummed I didn't get a chance to drive through uh, Krispy Kreme. I had to eat. I had to eat one from the grocery store today. Carrot sticks. If you're listening, help a brother out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of brothers, our, our favorite brother of the show joins me now on Friday, like he does every Friday. And uh, he just does such amazing research, and he always sends me his lineup for the show. And his line, his his number one actually took me aback. I was actually surprised. I shouldn't have been. Nothing should surprise me anymore when it comes to the schools and what's going on. Uh, but he's back. You know I'm talking about my buddy Bob Walters, author of the book Facing Reality in American Education. Hey, Bob, welcome back. Thanks. Good to be here. All right. So let's get going. Yeah. <laughs> what a world of chaos. Uh, anyway, uh, I was a little shocked myself. I'm doing some research on the colleges and the schools, what they've been involved with in these demonstrations and that. And I found the University of Alabama, a professor in the Birmingham location uh, named Sarah Parkek. She's an Egyptianologist who specializes in ancient architecture. Okay. And, uh, excuse uh, me, did you say an Egyptianologist? Egyptianologist. I didn't know there was... <laughs> no. I know, I had to practice saying that. <laughs> you did it so well. I'm sorry to interrupt you. And you did it with a straight face. Oh, my God. If I had a kid study, paying $30,000 a year to study Egyptianology, I might want to shoot myself. Go on, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, she's launched a series of tweets to thousands of protesters on how to successfully pull down monuments of all sizes and types. Mm. And uh, she did that particularly for the rioters who 
torched the nation's capital over the past the previous weekend. Wow. And <laughs> she's uh, she went on to fire off more than a dozen tweets demonstrating how protesters could topple even obelisks such as the Washington Monument on the National Mall. She considered that to be a racist monument to America's past. How is that not inciting violence? How is that not encouraging vandalism? I, to me, that should be a crime. I agree. It's just like... And it then, shouldn't, cer- uh, cer- certainly should be fireable. I know. And, and you think she'd get at least something from the university's management so far as uh, that behavior and these types of tweets going out instructing rioters how to create even more damage, but no, nothing. Right, and and that should let everybody know, if you're operating under the assumption that Bob's uh, reports on how the left has completely taken over all of our educational institutions, and you're but you're thinking that maybe if some some schools in the South that they somehow have avoided that, no, not true. Just because it's in Alabama, just because it's Bama, roll tide doesn't mean that it's not been um, you know turned into a lefty indoctrination center. I know it's pathetic. Well, yes. By contrast, I've got a Florida professor Ooh. who is in the Central Florida University. And he was uh, citing black privilege as something that should be addressed in the country. He thinks that he's uh, considered himself to be pro-black, pro-white, pro-Asian. And for that reason, he didn't think anybody should be getting special uh, dispensation and unique uh, privilege above everybody else. And for that reason, he is uh, in jeopardy of losing his job. Wow. (laughs) So his message of equality is not acceptable. See, this should Correct. let everybody know that ultimately uh, what the end game is. This isn't about a, a, a movement for equality because there actually already is equality. There's not a law on the books right now, Bob, where it makes it okay to discriminate against any person of color, any minority. But there are laws on the books that discriminate against white people. One is hate crimes legislation because it's worse in this country to for a white person to kill a black person than it is for a black person to kill a white person. And yeah, that is racism. There's your systemic yeah. racism. But go on. Well, he goes on to say black privilege is a, is real. Yeah. And it, it besides affirming action, special scholarships and other set asides being shielded from legitimate criticism as a privilege for this special group. They think there shouldn't be special privilege. They should all be treated equally and the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he he goes on to say he's, he's sad to see when black teens needlessly stabbed to death a white college student. There's no one cares. No one cries. So he's kept his position. He's, he's very vocal in that uh, middle of the ground position of equality for all. And there's a big petition been launched in order to get him fired the next wow. the next 30 days. Wow. So uh, that's that's just yeah, I, I've. Well, when we're when when this is when you you're not allowed to say all lives matter when you're not allowed to say that I care about everybody without losing your job, this is how far off the rails where yeah. where we're at in this country and this is why I'm going to be talking a little bit more about Drew Brees later, but you know this this whole thing about it, you know it, it's. It's not a movement that's that uh, that is respectful. It is a movement of of subjugation. It is a movement of reverse discrimination. It's about when when it's when you're 
uh, when your um, idea of unity is that white America must apologize for who they are, and if they're not willing to, they're considered racist and deserve to be destroyed. That's a disturbing movement that we've got going on in this country. And I'm proud that President Trump has not knuckled under it like Drew Brees did. Yeah, I know. I was really surprised. But, of course, what you're up against is the intolerance of the tolerant people. Right. So it's become a real issue. Another thing I've got is on UNESCO. I, I thought we were still in UNESCO. Trump or Reagan pulled us out of there in 1988 because they were indoctrinating kids with this education for socialism and, and other things that he totally disagreed with. And he was they were pushing that in all of the schools in the United States. So he got out of the organization. And then in 2002, we got back in it. I, I didn't remember that. I didn't either. But guess who got us out of it last year? Trump. Oh, yay. So, and, and 2002 that, would have been who? That would have been George W. Bush. That would have been Bushy. Yes. Yeah, Mr. Conservative. <laughs> uh-huh. Mr. No Child Left Behind. Yeah, it's just uh, uh-huh. I was surprised that because the UNESCO was working to brainwash kids into accepting socialistic world government. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and for 20 years, the only one who even came up against it since it got re- reinforced was uh, Trump. Yeah, somebody, I don't remember reading. I don't remember reading much about that. No, uh, no, I don't remember it either. There, I was. I'm flashing now, though. Somebody, somebody in media today is trying to push uh, the grandson um, George W. Bush's nephew. I think it must be Jeb's son. That's that's who they now. That's where somebody's pushing out the idea that he needs to run to challenge Trump. You know, for November. Oh, get get away from us with the Bush dynasty business. No, we're not interested. Go on. No, I agree. Yeah. Well. Another thing I've got is that there was a study done. It was in the Epic Times, which if nobody gets that newspaper, you really should. Oh, I love them. Yeah, I get them really online. Good stories. Very accurate. But they had a story about why children turn away from their parents, which, of course, is happening more and more in our society today. And they talk about the fact that these kids, when they get uh, out in the world, they begin to identify with the culture of their friends. Mm-hmm. And even if the friends are into drugs and sex abuse and everything else, they end up falling in for that because they feel connected and, and tied together and, and supportive. I, I don't know. It's, it's a psychological thing. And so they're condemning the fact that parents are not careful but keeping dialogue and connection and social uh, liability with their kids. Don't let the peers take over right. the life of your kids. Well, that was always in the wrong direction. Well, right. I mean, that was that was what our parents used to do that when we were growing up and, you know, in our generations, it was, you know, they they knew who our friends were and who we hung out with. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And no boy came to pick me up that that didn't have to come inside and meet my family, you know, Uh um, and and know their and know their parents. It is harder today with all this social media, I'll be honest. But but parents have parents need to stop handing their kid over. Without any idea, but including the schools, don't hand your kid over to the school all day without knowing who the teachers are. Same thing applies to that. You got to know who their peers are, and you got to know what who the teachers are, and what's being taught to them in the schools. Take ownership of your kid's mind, because if you don't, be aware that the left is working to corrupt it. Yep, they're they're using this groundwork to take over this country. Right. Anything else for us, my friend? Yes. Pardon? Any? You got another idea? uh, Another? Line item well, for us? Not, not real. Well, I got, a, I got one that kind of shocked me, but it's not directly on this um, education issue. And that's an announcement today where they're going to try pushing for $14 trillion in reparations because of America's racial wealth disparity. 
Yeah. And there's a number of congressmen who are pushing, there's eight of them now that's gotten together and trying to start a movement to, to actually do reparations to the, the black community because of racial wealth disparity and discrimination. And they're looking for $14 trillion. It's insane. Which is more money than the total federal government in three years. Every nickel and dime is it's, more than what all that is. It's insane, and it's not based in anything. In fact, you know, yeah. the, 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 all this thing about Drew Brees, if you see all his, the, the teammates that accepted his apology, he actually issued a second apology, which was even worse than the first. Oh, you know what? I accepted my man Drew Brees' apology because we educated him, and he now understands how wrong he is. Now, let me educate everybody out there listening, and this comes from Heather McDonald. Do you know how what the number of um, unarmed black men in 2019 what number of unarmed black men were killed by cops in 2019 bob it uh, wasn't very many it nine was a fairly low number nine yeah, a very small number nine that what's the mm-hmm. number of unarmed white men killed by cops in 2019 19 yeah 19 times more they are using we can all look at that video and realize that george floyd's death was a crime but it is being exploited, just like coronavirus was expo- it was exploited and and um, turned into the communist you know um, opportunity of all time for the commies to destroy their lives of forty million unemployed for no reason. Uh, the same thing is happening here. They're ma- they're taking this George Floyd uh, death here and maximizing it for every income redistribution scheme that they can get and trying to push reparations. And you know where's my reparations, Bob? I should have been born a Rockefeller and I wasn't. I'm born the daughter of two Marines. <laughs> I know. Where's my ch- and I and, and you're a privileged white, so yeah. shame on you. Well, except that supposedly my mama's side of the family were were Native Americans, so you know maybe I need to get my reparations check. And yeah, and, and, and 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 while we're educating reparations for what? If your if your own African African ancestors hadn't sold their people off to the white man, nobody would have ended up here in the first place. You want a reparations check? I think they need to go to Africa to get it. Anyway, That's we're true. we're well That's past the time. From. Bob, thank I you know. so much for being here. I appreciate you. Sorry to sorry to extend on you and keep you here too keep, long. Keep up the good work. All right, thanks, buddy. All right, we're gonna take Bye-bye. a break. When we come back, we got Friday Fun Day and Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Final segment here. We're going to kind of go, got a lot to squeeze in in the last six minutes. What'd you find out on that fire? Yeah, the 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 fire. That's a big one. Let me pull it up here. I got that the Amazon- mixed up with my Friday fun day, but uh, oh, I was sorry. actually getting some information from the Daily Mail and it looks like that the major fire broke out at the Amazon Distribution Center uh, in Redlands, east of Los Angeles. And the fire broke out about 5.30 in the morning, actually. So it's been going a while. And there's been people that have been nearing or hearing some of these loud sounds coming from the center. They live nearby it. And about 40 people were working inside at the time that oh, this wow. thing started to happen and I don't know if there was an explosion, but it's not clear what started the fire, but the Mm. building was brand new. And the big part is, is it had supposedly the latest and greatest 
fire protection. So obviously the system is offline and the blaze was caught under control, they say, at 11 a.m., but it looks like it's parts of it are still going on there. Yeah, it's it's scary when I saw that. So it's interesting. I didn't know if it was related to the riots, but, you know, if you're it's. People are already having some issues with Amazon deliveries. But th- and actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Authorities have said there is no connection to right. the protests. Okay. Okay. So Friday fun day. Yeah, Friday fun day. I have, you know, I'm a big movie guy, as you know. Todd and I, you know, like talking comic movies and this and that. Uh, Netflix is our best friend because still uh, movie theaters not open in San Diego. And uh, it's a little bit of a downer, not much of a fun day. Because AMC is supposed to be closed through the end of June. Hmm. So far, that's the current, you know, um, target date. And hopefully July will get some movies. But they say nine locations are possibly not going to reopen. They're going to stay well, closed permanently because of the losses that they've had. It's And, and you look at these riots and you look at this nonsense uh, with... Uh, with a coronavirus, there was absolutely no reason whatsoever to ever shut down this country for five minutes. And um, well, like you talk about, Andrea, yeah. you know, yeah. you have the choice if you want yeah. to go to the be able to go to the movie theaters and know the risk. You should be able to allowed to do that. Yeah, um, it's OK. Evidently, coronavirus isn't deadly if you're protesting a, a liberal cause and it's only, only deadly at a movie and the movies are at church. OK, so um, but people he, can go to the drive in. Uh, the drive-in opens seven days a week down there in the South Bay. They have a couple of guidelines, but, you know, if you absolutely have to go out, I would go there. Yeah. Um, I should be able to go to the movies. This is this is an American pastime, just like sporting events. So, you know, you can, it's, it's cool to cram hundreds of thousands of people on the streets to protest something the left wants, but you're not allowed to do anything. A couple else. hundred we in, still a, in a yeah. theater. Well, yeah, have a couple hundred in theater or at a bar. We still don't have bars opened up. All right, got to get to Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Did you have a Hero and a Stink? Uh, stink of the Week, no, because honestly, and maybe you'll agree with me, there's just, there's too many. I cannot pick one. Mm. Uh, hero of the, of the Week was easy for me. The second Donald Trump, our president, our great president of the United States, came out and gave the uh, edict to the governors that if they didn't take action— with bringing in the National Guard, he was going to keep this country safe. We have needed leadership like that for quite some time, and it just shows why he is probably going to go down in history as one of the greatest presidents this country has ever seen. I agree with him on the hero. He showed absolute leadership. You look at you look at what he has endured himself and uh, being targeted by, uh, to since me, day one since day one and i said it to gorka last night i consider it police brutality when you have a weaponized the top law enforcement agency in the land weaponized against you and your people for the sole purpose of destroying you and economically and financially and that's what the democrat party is all about and he's refusing to kowtow to them got to get into uh, stink of the week yeah who, um, who did you pick because i i couldn't narrow, narrow well, it down um, at all. well uh, you know um i'll start at the bottom number five is lego they have halted manufacturing of police themed sets and are going to donate seriously yeah they're going to donate four million dollars towards uh some vague supporting black children as though black kids don't play with legos uh number four is msnbc who has hired lisa page uh someone a top fbi a lawyer for the FBI who participated in a coup attempt is not only not facing jail time, but she's actually now going to be a political and legal analyst on MSNBC, proving that we have now surpassed Soviet Russia in terms of propaganda in our news. Uh, number three is Ro- the Rosenstein hearings, not just Rosenstein himself, but the Republicans for doing an absolutely abysmal job in any, any, um, um, 
legitimate accountability uh, for the coup attempts and the crimes against this United States of America in the form of the FBI and the DOJ. Number two, James Mattis. We talked about him last night. Um, number one is Drew Brees. And it breaks that was my, a big it, letdown. It, it breaks my heart to say this. This is absolutely the reason why they needed this from him. The reason why they needed this fierce, openly conservative Christian Christian warrior. Christian warrior to break is because it was good loot. Talk about having a scalp that they've got. And they not only got, they not only broke him, they got him to apologize twice. And the second time he said, I'm willing to do anything that you need me to do. We must, and President Trump will never apologize. You should have learned from Paula Dean. You never uh, learned from Roseanne. You never apologize when you've done nothing wrong because that did, will not stop ISIS, the terrorists, from cutting your head off. And they still want to cut his head off. They want him traded from the saints. Shame on Drew Brees for kowtowing to the terrorist.